Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Podcast, Season 3, Episode 13. Three recommendations for workforce engagement or to have an engaged workforce. It's one thing to have workforce development, but to have those that are in that workforce actually engaged in keeping the KPIs, the core values, and the mission statement of your organization would be a dream come true. Let's talk about it. When it comes to leadership development, we fully believe that you have to have the introspective journey. In order to be the best leader possible, we first have to know ourselves. And so we need to know who we are, how we react to the world, what our conflict management styles are, what our communication style is, what our stereotypes and biases and unconscious biases are, all of that, what our personality is, and really deep dive into that. Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Podcast. This is season three, episode 13, with my special guest, Dr. Aaron Myers. Uh, Dr. Aaron Myers is a uh, the founder and CEO of Evolve Coaching and Consulting, uh, where she empowers others to live their best lives by creating sustainable balance and global impact through coaching, consulting, workshops, and seminars. Dr. Uh, Myers offers her uh, corporate and individual clients practical tools for success so they can enjoy fulfilling careers while leading balanced lives. Hey, welcome, Dr. Myers. Thank you so much, Jason. Good, good. So besides what I've just you know said there about you, you know, if you can let our audience know, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. So Basically, what I focus on is disrupting leadership for a post-pandemic era. So the way that we previously accomplished leadership is not possible for this transition into this post-pandemic era. We Mm. suddenly had insight into everybody's lives when we were all forced to have virtual conversations. We had kids hopping on laps and dogs barking in backgrounds, and we could see inside of these people's homes and their private lives that we previously able to do. And so it's really important for us as we transition back into the workplace and back into this post-pandemic era, I shouldn't even say back into, into this post-pandemic era, we need to make sure we embrace that and understand them as this whole person. And how do we incorporate all of that into our development of this person? So we really focus on making sure that we create leadership development opportunities that capture that whole person, that allow leaders to accomplish all of their goals without negatively impacting their quality of life. Very good. I am so glad to have you on Leadership Is Podcast. You are the first leadership uh, uh, expert that I've had on here who specializes in uh, post-pandemic life and making the uh, being able to navigate successfully through the transition of this uh, what this crisis has has taught us, and so I'm so I'm so honored to have you um, on this um, on the Leadership Is podcast. So, if you can let our audience know, you know, some more about that, like what are you know uh, three most important things to consider when it you know really comes down to uh, redefining leadership uh, in a time like this. 
Absolutely. And I need to say, I'm just honored to be here, Jason. I love the work that you do. And I think we're so aligned in so many ways. So it's, it's an honor to be a part of leadership is. So I would say the three things that are really critical for us to consider is we really focus on dividing leadership into three different categories. And that's pretty much what I, where I would start is understanding the three categories of leadership as we define it. And the first we call evolve yourself because the companies evolve. So we call it evolve yourself, but it's really that introspective journey. So when it comes to leadership development, we fully believe that you have to have the introspective journey in order to be the best leader possible. We first have to know ourselves. And so we need to know who we are, how we react to the world, what our conflict management styles are, what our communication style is, what our stereotypes and biases and unconscious biases are, all of that, what our personality is, and really deep dive into that. So we understand our own place in the world, because once we understand our own place, only then can we understand how we affect the world and affect the people that surround us. And once we understand our effect on others, we can then begin to see how we can lead them successfully through our own unique lens and our own unique perspectives. Then the second category that we can move into, and we really fully believe that you have to have that introspective journey first. Some people like to, you know, hop right into the second tier. And occasionally we, we might recommend that, but we give them that introspective journey first. So the second tier is evolve, what we call, refer to as evolve teams. It's really leadership development for the team leader. And that is all now understanding how can we coach others to do the same, to have that introspective journey, to understand who they are. And I'm going to caveat here for a moment and say, you know, we do a lot of personality assessments that we incorporate into our practice. And if you are familiar with your own personality assessments, if you haven't taken them since COVID, you need to take them again. So many people have transitioned and changed through COVID, which is why we really emphasize that introspective journey whether you're an extrovert locked into a house or you were an introvert and finally, yay, I can do everything, you know, inside yeah. my house. Um, yeah. it, it made an impact and it changed the way we operate and the way in which we interact with the world. And so that's part of the reason why, you know, we really focus on that. And so then helping other people to really grasp and understand that and the way that COVID has transitioned ourselves, our company, our organization, the impact of the team. And now how do we, use what we know, that knowledge that we know about ourselves to successfully lead the team, to change our default modes, so to speak, to resonate better with our team members and the people we interact with. And when I say team, I don't even mean, you know, you don't have to have an official leadership role. It could be anybody you work with on a day-to-day -day basis. And then the third tier is what we refer to as evolve organization. So really understanding the macro impact of the organization. So what is our diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging policies? How do we react to certain situations? What's our economic impact on the community? What, is, what are our strategic business objectives? How does that cascade down? How does that affect the bottom line? How do we drive our mission, vision, and values forward from the bottom up? And so really much more of that macro look at the organization. 
And so it's almost this tiered approach to leadership development that we really believe we have to focus on. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, when you were talking about, you know, the first dealing with the, you know, the how it went to the digital platform and working at home and Zooms and the kitten, you know, walking across <laughs> the lap and the, the child yes. crying in the back. Do you know that those are variables that play the part in this uh, data that, you know, recent research showed that company culture improved uh, by 52 percent when the pandemic took place. And I'm like, how could that happen if people have, you know, been uh, working from remote? Well, those are variables that played a part in that research that it humanized, you know, uh, the executive leaders. Um, it, it humanized the frontline leaders, you know, by them seeing uh, strange uh, abstract paintings on the wall that they didn't know that they were interested in. And it kind of connected them. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I awesome. love that. Love that statistic. You can't see me, but I'm grinning from ear to ear because that <laughs> it just, it feels right. We've never embraced that whole person to find those commonalities truly as a culture before. Yeah, absolutely. So as we're talking about the workplace and, you know, uh, this, this leadership is podcast is specifically talking about three recommendations uh, to create an engaged workforce, you know, um, we would like to talk about that some. So what, what does engagement look like uh, and, and what it doesn't look like? That is such a wonderful question. And I love your focus on that. So for me, engagement means that we are connected to our why. Why do we get out of bed every day and go to work? And that is a connection and an, I want to say kind of an intermingling in our why personally. What motivates us to get up and make an impact on the world every day, connected and aligned with the value of why the organization exists. And when we find that alignment, and we are able to connect our personal motivation to the company's motivation and mission, vision, and values. That's where we find the true engagement. Mm. And what is engagement not is when there's a disconnect. So when we cannot show up as our true whole selves at work because our why doesn't align with the mission, vision, and values and the why the organization exists. So if we're trying to step into someone else's shoes and be someone that we're not, that disengagement truly occurs. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I could talk to you about this and really listen 99% of the time as we have this conversation, like all day. Uh, <laughs> because I love it. I love listening to, you know, reading about, you know, the data, the statistics, you know, as it relates to leadership development and how it impacts the company culture and employee engagement. So before we get into your your three recommendations, you know, um, are, are employees uh, worth investing in and, and how can you find the employees to invest in within your organization? 100%, first off. And I love, Jason, just the fact that you 
train through your podcast. Can I just say that? I feel like I'm listening to you and learning just as much as well. So uh, I love the back and forth. Yes. So 100% we need to be investing in our employees, but you are absolutely right in the fact that we need to figure out who they are, who is worth the investment. And the bottom line is everybody should be if the hiring process is working correctly. Mm. And, you know, that's never 100% efficient. Let's just be honest, right? The, mm. Especially through COVID, it's messed with all of the hiring, all of the onboarding processes. So everything is slightly disconnected. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. But when the onboarding process correctly aligns culture and goes back to that engagement piece that I was talking about, about connecting the why of the person with the why of the culture of the organization, the mission, vision, and values, if we've done the correct hiring job, then everybody is worth the investment. But really at this point in time, because there's been so much of a disconnect over the last couple of years and warm bodies were needed just to get through and we get that and we understand that and we respect that we had to put band-aids on geysers at some points over the past <laughs> two years, right? I mean, we really did. We had to, we wow. had to just make it happen to survive. Um, because of that, we have to allow people to self-recognize. So we just have to proclaim, hey, we want to invest in you. If you're interested in being invested in and feeling valued by us, we want to be there for you. Raise your hand, let us know, have an application process and allow people to self-identify. That's my best recommendation for this post-pandemic period. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And just that vision. See, I'm a visual type person and you're talking about a Band-Aid on a geyser. That is crazy. That's <laughs> do a lot of work in healthcare. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's been a band-aid on a geyser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um so so now to getting back to so what are your three uh recommendations for you know uh getting engaged in the workplace? I could go on for hours, so I'm gonna try to make this as concise as possible. So number one is making sure that people feel valued. And the best way to do that is to get their voices heard. And I know you've talked about, you know, it's, it's relatively common knowledge that people need to be valued in the workplace in order to be engaged. However, what has happened is that we haven't had the resources that we would normally lean on, such as now, hey, what do you want as a team lunch in the break room? That was no longer possible over the last three years. And that was the easy way to have people feel valued and their voices heard. Instead, what I want to encourage people to do now, because there's still so many virtual workers, not maybe as many resources available to do things like that, I would simply ask them, you know, where do you see our team going in the future? How are you a part of that? How do you feel we can improve? And asking those questions, gaining that insight from them purely on a work day-to-day -day basis. And so I would incorporate that into every meeting, every huddle, every stand-up, whatever you call it, where your team gets together. Just ask the questions, ask for their input, make them feel valued, make their voice feel heard. 
So that would be recommendation number one. Recommendation number two is to make sure we back that up. This all is going to tie together. So great, their voice is heard, but if we're not doing anything about it, we break trust and it actually can have a negative effect. So we want to make sure that we thank you so much for that recommendation. Here's how we're going to take action on it or hey, we can't take action on it. Here's why. We have to incorporate that why into it. So back up their voice being heard, allow them the opportunity to speak and then back it up number two with either, yes, we're implementing it, here's how, thank you so much, or two, we can't implement it, here's why. And then number three is to have consistent feedback that's built into the culture. So, so frequently, what we're seeing now in organizations, in my work in particular, as I'm out throughout all of these different organizations, is that we've lost feedback. Feedback has been dropped because again, we're putting a bandaid on a geyser. We need to incorporate that feedback back into the organizational culture. So I was actually working with an organization, a nonprofit yesterday, and then we were talking about having difficult conversations. Conversations, are that much more difficult when feedback doesn't occur frequently? Because as soon as your boss says, hey, I want to meet with you at 3 p.m. today, come to my office, what, is our, what are our minds doing? Uh-oh. They're right. They're spiraling out of control, this downward spiral of everything we did wrong, from everything we did at home to everything we've done at work <laughs> to what have we done the last two years, right? We're just going, we're spiraling out of control. Whereas if we have this consistent feedback, then we're constantly getting mentorship. We're constantly feeling like we're supported. We're feeling like our voices are heard. And in, there's so much support and trust that is built in that. Plus, if our boss says, hey, I'd love to chat with you in my office at 3 p.m. today, we're thinking, great, here's another checkup. And we're yeah. not spiraling out of control and our work isn't negatively impacted. Yeah, very good. Very good. See, normally I would ask, you know, my guests to give our audience three leadership tips, but I think those are the three leadership tips, which are the three recommendations for an engaged workspace, uh, workplace, because again, you know, every, everything, uh, is, is leadership development, you know, from day one with everyone. So, I, I mean, that's, that's what I believe. And so I, I love this. I love this. Um, you know, making people feel valued, uh, having their voices heard, back it up, which helps to build trust and then consistent feedback that's built in the culture. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. 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 So is there, uh, do you have any closing comments, anything else? Uh, how can our audience get in contact with you uh, and, and sign up for your future book? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. So, Great yeah. question. All right, so our main social media presence is on LinkedIn. We do free workshops as well as paid workshop opportunities for a small fee because they're really engaged. Um, so we want to make sure we have the right audience members. So we do both of those, the free workshops and the paid workshops via LinkedIn. You can find us at Evolve the Leadership Evolution on LinkedIn. You can find me at Aaron Myers, PhD. That's M-I-R-E-S. It's Myers like tires, which is probably in the name of this podcast episode. 
So search for me on LinkedIn, find me, find me there. And then we also have a website, www.evolve.vision. And we have an app that's available in the App Store as well as in the Google Play Store. And we've got a community of evolutionary leaders there that you can join. Jason, we'd love to have you in there engaging in conversation, helping you know, support our leaders. It's completely free. And we are the leadership evolution in both the Google Play Store and on the App Store. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Hey, so um, so any uh, besides your contact information, any closing comment you would like to give our audience? I would just like to remind everybody that, you know, my bottom line when it comes to leadership is it's an evolution. That's in the name of the business. That's in everything we do. Remember that you're never stuck in one place. This is a season. We are coming through one of the most impactful seasons ever in human evolution and leadership needs to evolve with it. So what you've done before may not work. That's okay reach out to experts like Jason, to ourselves. We're all here to help you and support you through evolution into this post-pandemic era. Hey, Dr. Aaron Myers, uh, thank you so much uh, for being our guest today on Leadership Is Podcast. And just know that this door is always uh, open for you. Uh, looking forward to having you next uh, season, which is, you know, uh, just a few a few episodes away um, and looking forward to doing some great things uh, uh, with you. And listen, you take care of yourself and be safe. Thank you so much, Jason. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership is Podcast with my special guest, Dr. Aaron Myers, founder and CEO of Evolve Coaching and Consulting. And she gave us three excellent leadership tips, which was uh, which were really the three recommendations to create an engaged workplace. Number one, she says, you know, making sure that people feel valued, people feeling valued, people must feel valued. Number two, and she says, back it up to build trust, back up the value that you build in people or that you make people feel by, uh, you know, back it up to build trust, right? And then number three, she says, consistent feedback is built in the culture. Consistent feedback is built in the culture. Those are excellent leadership tips. Thank you so much, Dr. Aaron Myers, for being our uh, guest today on the Leadership Is podcast as you are the founder and CEO of Evolve Coaching and Consulting. Uh, here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your organization to fill or build your leadership bench. If you would like to have an half hour conversation or, you know, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so by giving us a call at 828-333-7234. Or you can send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.